everybody, it's time to LOL. Listen out loud, that is. It's time for Anime Jam Session with DJ Ranma S, Mako-chan, and Ari Rockefeller. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Anime Jam Session, episode number 489. We are at podcast talks about anime, games, conventions, the fandom, geek stuff, and everything in between. I'm DJ Ranma S. I'm Ari Rockefeller. And I'm Ichigo Gami. And Mako-chan will be back with us next week, so we must be prepared for that. <laughs> Anywho, how is everybody doing tonight? Uh, I've been better. I'm ready for sleep already. I've been going to bed at a normal time, so I'm hoping, I'm hoping that after show I'll be able to go back and go to sleep. See, what is this thing called sleep? Um... You know, the, I, I keep trying to, you know, set myself up, you know, to go to bed at a normal time. And I end up going to bed at 5 a.m. anyway, so it's like, well, you tried, you know. Oh, man. And and the funny thing is, it's because of, it's because of, of I guess, my day routine is kind of thrown into utter chaos or something. I honestly don't know, but we'll get into that during our weekend day, you know, and all the goodness and all that good stuff. So yeah, definitely all okay. Hmm. I, I think I'm at the point where I might actually have to invest in a second screen now. Cause I got so much stuff like on top of each other. So I'm flipping back and forth. So I think I need to have like a, a dual screen setup, but, I gotta figure out how to properly do it. Mine works pretty well. See, I have a small desk. That's just it. And with my speakers here, it doesn't really play as well as it should. So it's like, I don't know how it's going to work. So yeah, I'm yeah, that was where, one uh, reason. Oh, go I ahead. Pre I pretty much don't use our speakers at all anymore. It just all comes through the headset. Mm. I totally get that. It's when I'm listening to my when I'm listening to my music when I'm jamming to my anime music or if I'm watching a YouTube video or something like that. That's what the speakers are for. When I'm streaming, headphones. When I'm like working on edits and stuff like that, I put the headphones on. And that's basically it. I just like to have to go back and forth. So you know. Uh, anywho, we are live tonight. Week of. March 16th, 2021, right here on Twitch TV. You can find us here every Tuesday night, uh, 9.30 to 11 here at Twitch TV slash Anime Jam Session. And we're also part of the Voice of Geeks Network. You can find them at uh, vognetwork.com and also streaming at uh, Twitch TV slash vognetwork. They kick things off uh, Sunday at 8 p.m. with the Bobby Blackwell Show, followed by Orange Lounge Radio at 9. Uh, and don't forget, we also have a Discord, so come hang out with us there. Uh, Vognetwork.com slash Discord. All shows that are part of the Voice of Geeks Network have their own channel, so come by, hang out, drop some news. We really appreciate that. So we're going to kick things off and get it going with um, how was your week? How was your day? Ari. Uh, well, I got paid today, obviously, Ching. so that's always good. And like I said last week, this is my vacation week from work. Mm-hmm. Which, uh, since I was on the afternoon shift all last week, it started around uh, 11 p.m. Yeah. Which, yeah, I would have loved to have been in a day, but, you know, you, you can't win them all. Mm -hmm. And, uh, <clears throat> you know, just, like, yes, I haven't left my house in, like, a day and a half. Like, 
the only reason I went out today was because uh, when I woke up, like my nose was like super clogged up, and I was like, you know, really stuffy, and I just couldn't ignore it. So I went to a urgent care center near me, and uh, it was like, yeah, but like, it's pretty much a sinus infection what I got. Oh, okay. At least, you know, at, at least you know. So. Yeah, I already got the medicine for it and all. I mean, it was bad because like, at some points, like, you know, when I like dig the stuff out of this nostril, it'll come out like all red and bloody. I'm like, yeah, that, that's, that, that's definitely not good. No. Yeah, but I got a couple antibiotics that uh, the urgent care doc put me on, and uh, hopefully by the end of the week, you know, because it's only enough for five days. Mm-hmm. And hopefully it'll be enough to clear up. That should be fine. I also wanted to get nicer out so I can take my little day trip down to the uh, down to the shore that I want to. Well, that's good. And especially since tomorrow I'm scheduled to get my uh, relief money. Look, I I've been checking all week and it doesn't it can't find anything. I'm like, you know what? It'll just show up tomorrow. If it doesn't show up tomorrow, I'll just sit down, handle my ta- file my taxes and just be like whatever. Because honestly yeah, at this point I, I mean, cuz honestly at this point with the money I have in my account, I'm not worried right now. I mean, they've extended uh, unemployment benefits till September, so That and, uh, let's see. Oh, what else was it? Uh, and because it's a three-check month, I'll be able to pay off all the bills I need tomorrow and just use the, uh, the le- my third check to, you know, get get some things for the living room that I wanted. That's good. Ichigo, how was your week? How was your day? Well, uh, my my Twitch fam can tell you uh, it was a time. Oh, um, do tell. So I basically got all my taxes and stuff wrapped up and sent out to... Uh, we thankfully have someone in the family who was an accountant and offers to do our taxes every year, and they've done a great job every year. So That's we good. just send our stuff over to them. They take care of it. It's all good. And... Um, so that was fine. Like, that's all good and well and stuff. Cause I try to do that throughout the year just to make sure that I'm kept up with it. Cause small business, yay, right. the joys mm-hmm. of a small business. So when it comes to the rest of the stuff, my OBS decided to stop working completely the other day. And by the other day, I mean yesterday. So I basically had to completely revamp my stream for today. Uh, yesterday. <laughs> mm. And it was basically a full, like. 12 hours of working on it to get it back up and running again. Thankfully, I already have, like, all my plugins and stuff saved to my computer. Mm-hmm. Also, like, I will have something interesting to tell you guys when we get to our geeky roundup, because uh, it, it it was a weird week. Let me, I just, yeah. So that's, I'll end no, it there. I, I, it was I, a I weird believe week. it. I believe it. Now, what you when you mentioned, you know, how OBS kind of messed up and you had to go through things. I was thinking of, you know, of this. Um, I was listening to one of my podcasts and one of the sponsors is a company called Backblaze. They will back up all of your stuff for $6 a month. And I'm just like thinking about it. I'm like, you know what? Maybe I should invest in that. 
I'm just saying, six bucks I mean, a month. It de- it depends on what you're getting though, because with me, I I done the whole pay to play before. Like I told you, I had no, 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 no. This is just a backup service to back up all of your files, regardless of what it is. Oh well, that's yeah. there are many services out there that'll do that. I know, but there are some services. The more you have to back up, the more they charge you. This company is just. Well, I'm sure that this is just an entry level thing. It's not. It's not. It's just straight up six bucks for everything. Well, needless to say, I don't need to do any of that because I'll just back it up on my own computer or one of my older computers. Mm -hmm. And to be honest, a lot of the stuff I already have saved from browser sources because it, it's just so taxing on your machine to pull browser sources anyway. Right. You might as well just save it to your computer at that point. See, when I do, um, like, like when I do the backup, like when I'm, when, like when I, I generally have a rule of thumb where after every six or so Windows upgrades, I will wipe into a fresh installation. Right now, I'm running a version of Windows y'all aren't going to see for at least another three or four months when the next big release comes out. Just saying. But after a while, it's like, you know, I should just do a clean install. It's getting to the point where, you know, I'm getting updates almost every, like, almost every other week. I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to let it be. I'll just wait till when we all go on vacation or whatever. I'll just wipe everything, do a fresh install, and move along or something like that. Or, you know, I'm upgrading. I'll be upgrading between these four days. Hope for prayer. I get the hardware in and drop Windows in and nothing happens, you know? <laughs> uh, but, yeah, in general, like, yeah. I, 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 I have done so much evolution through mm-hmm. using OBS, then going to slobs, checking out XSplit, going back to OBS, doing, like, all the stuff. So when it comes to streaming and things like that, I have it kind of down to a science. Like I've got all my plugins specifically saved to a folder on my computer. Yep. I'm like, so it's basically just like, it's all the downloading and then it's all the art stuff. So it's all the stuff I like to do, yep. which is um, I revamp my logo a little bit. Mm-hmm. I revamp the way that it's presented on my stream. So it's a little bit more. Uh, Seattle Beery says uh, the improvements were very nice. Thank you, my dear. I appreciate you. I appreciate you guys and the jamily over on my channel. I, you know, it's just one of those things that I was like, how can I, how can I take the extra time that I have? Because I kind of mm-hmm. tried to view it as a blessing, right? And just do the rehashing and the reorganizing of all my sources and all the scenes and stuff. You know how it is, yeah. On like the way it is organized and all my cameras and stuff and redoing them. So I got very, very meticulous with it. And now, as long as there's no problems, because what it was, I think, was that a Windows update mm-hmm. made my system unstable. And then I had to go back in and just deal with some stuff. But then I ended up finding out that it wasn't uh, it wasn't Windows. It was actually that a plugin got corrupted somehow. Mm-hmm. So I'll, and I'll be all like, it's all fixed. Yeah. It's all good now. It looks great. Yeah. So I'm happy with it. And now it's just doing the the fine tuning to get it to where it was before. I've I've discovered you'll never get it back to where it was before. But it'll be like in its own path where it's better than it was before. So I'm perfectly exactly, okay exactly. with that. Exactly, and if it's and, better, then yeah, that's yeah. that's perfect. Also, I can picture Ichigo sitting at her computer with, with with a cup of tea, you know, typing what has to be done, click send it, have a sip, wait for the next command, do this or that, click, just have a sip. It's like she's got it down to a. I see that. I can see that. I wish I could get away with that, because no, I I will sit. I will just. 
back up everything, throw the flash drive in, do the Windows wipe, and I'll just go to my TV and watch TV, and I'm just looking for a reflection. I even do this when I have to do the upgrades. I will just, it's, it's like 1 a.m., okay. Run your update. I'll go watch TV, and I got an eye on the TV. On my like, I'm looking at my TV in a way where I can see the reflection off my monitor, so I know what stage is at, depending on the color of the fucking screen. <laughs> and then it'll just go black, and I'm just like, uh, uh, uh. and then I'll see Yohane come up. I'm like, okay, it's done. When I finish watching this show, I will get up and log in. <laughs> and I'm I'm over here just like. Ride it until it breaks down. Fuck it, we die like men. Not a die. Look, look. We will definitely get your machine upgraded. You know, we will get it upgraded. I have various contingent savings plans. You know, through stash and through uh, you know, squirreling away money at right. progressive you know, deposits into an envelope on my uh, Pura. Yeah. And I'm, maybe I'm, I'll show that next time. Yeah, well, I'm, and I mean, I'm, like, and Ari, like, to be honest, what I'm going to tell you on, on the nerdy nom-noms or our geek and day thing, like, I might, what you hear might surprise you. Um, and that's not clickbait. You sound like clickbait. <laughs> I, I, I'm saying it's not clickbait, but yeah, what you hear might surprise you. Um, so yeah, Rama, how was your weekend day? It's the same as it's always been, except that I've done some more shopping. It's like I've bought, I I I've bought three anime DVDs that are like, not really out of print, but actually one of them is out of print. The other two is on Blu-ray. That's basically has been it. Um, remember a few weeks ago I talked about the SATA cable that I bought for my for my PC so I can rerun so I can rerun everything it's still sitting here I have yet to install it because I've just been like eh, I'll get around to it when I get around to it and I really need to do that other than that it's look like I've said um I've been unemployed for about a year and my weekend days basically is going to be the same unless you follow me on social media and you and you see check in at Ichigo Gamis and, I, and you'll see a picture of me wearing like the full white bodysuit similar to um, Walter from Breaking Bad and you'll see the both of us waving you know it'll be something like that or me yeah, hanging out with Ari in his living room yeah or hanging out with Ari in his living room or at Mako Chan's holding holding a beer or something like that I mean other than that it's always going to be the same which you know. And I don't mind it, you know, because I'll say this, as I've said before, because of the way the government has run with with unemployment and money and so forth, I am not in dire financial straits. My bills are paid and I'm good. And once September rolls around, when that money is exhausted, that extra federal funding, by that time, my personal debts outside of student loans will basically be paid off. I will have more money in my account. And I'm like, you know what? Now let's see about finding a job. Oh, yeah, one more thing. I got one of my shots on Friday. So, and by nice. shots, I mean um, my COVID shot. And what makes, I mean, I wish the card was a little bit smaller. But, you know, it is what it is. So... 
and I don't get why people hide like blur things out. It's like the only thing that they only thing that they write on here for the most part is your name and your birth date. That that's it. And then the dose, the date, and where you went. That's basically is it. But you know I mean the internet, unfortunately, yeah. is one of those places where people with that little amount of information will still go out and be malicious. It, but the problem is they're going to be malicious to you no matter what. Yeah. If you're posting mm-hmm. a photo of it online, like if they have the bad intent, they're just going to use it. Oh, anyway. I know. But I just find it amusing because if they try it with me, they're going to get they're going to find a lot of problems. They're going to be running into red active stuff or department D.O. Department of Defense and all of that stuff. Because remember, I served in the Marines, so there are things. So if you go looking things up, you're not going to be able to find a lot of stuff. So you'll find some, but not a lot. And you know, it is what it is. And I also want to quick. Uh, actually, I'll save that for um, towards the end of the show. But other than that, that's basically has been it. That's been my week and day. I I get up, I watch TV, I doom scroll on on social media for like a total of an hour throughout the day now and i spend most of my time catching up with my shows watching anime and playing video games and i'm on and that's basically is it and, and i'm okay uh let's see moving on uh housekeeping um come on there we go. There we go. Um, we're going to try to get some guests on the show. I'm working on something where we'll have like a guest on monthly. I kind of want to do a spinoff show of like talking to a guest like on Wednesdays for an hour or something like that. I don't know how that's going to play out, but we're fig- I'm figuring that out. We're going to see how that goes. Uh, me and Under the Pale, we're still working on our uh, show together. We, it may be coming back in the next couple of months. We're just figuring out like a perfect time, you know, to do this because schedules do change and so forth. Uh, that's basically is it for housekeeping. Um, geek Roundtable. This is a part of the show where we talk about the geeky stuff we do during our weekend day, you know. Besides the, you know, the typical, you know, all that stuff. So, yeah. <laughs> and if not that, we kind of share some of the cool geeky merchandise that we have so ari what you got for geek roundtable this week uh i unfortunately don't have any uh new geek stuff to uh show off i don't know if i showed the drinking horn from like like from mako's uh gift oh you i I think yep you did Mm -hmm. yeah um but other than that i uh i finished story mode of uh, gta 5 earlier today that's nice and now it's just uh, tooling around online with it, on GTA Online, you know, just trying to build rap, you know, that sort of thing. That's good. Um, but I am part of the, the uh, VOGN crew because we have our own crew in there. You can, and if you guys are on the, the PS4 version at least, I don't know if uh, there's cross-system uh, play. But if you're on a, but if you're on GTA on the PS4, you know, I'll be, I'd love to play around with you because I'd, I'd like to have, you know, competent people to play around with not people who are just gonna you know sounds good you know just just bail when the things get even go a little bit wrong or just they get to like all the heist setup stuff and then just spontaneously quit and it just cancels the whole thing which just drives me nuts no i i, I totally get that it's like you know i remember it's like you get on you 
pay for online and you just mostly play with your friends, which, you know, for the most part. And now the way Xbox is, it's like it's now you can play with your friends and download thousands of games and play them for free. Some you can have as long as they're on the service. Some are temporary. I ain't complaining. All I know is I pulled uh, Doom and Wolfenstein. I'm going to be going through those, but, you know. Nice. Mm-hmm. At least, uh, at least GT- Rockstar has the uh, good sense to put griefers and whatnot in their own server. That's good. Ichigo, how what you got for our uh, geek roundtable? Uh, so the weird thing that I found out, um, I like I I know this computer is fairly new. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was figuring out a bunch of different stuff. And I ended up finding out that my graphics card is actually a 3070 instead of a 2070 Super like we initially thought. (laughs) I know. Okay. Like, literally yesterday, I was trying to upgrade my drivers and stuff. And obviously, being a computer literate or computer enthusiast, I was like, okay, let me just go through and update my drivers on my graphics card because that was noted as something that can make OBS unstable because it's hosting all of these graphics things. It's running all this stuff. So I look at my model number and I look at the, the schematic of my, my little GPU sitting in his little cradle. He's so cute and adorable. And you just want to on his little belly button. But then I read it and I was like 3070 N3070. What? That doesn't seem right, but maybe because it's the, the three times wind force, maybe that's the three, maybe that's what it is. And so I'm looking it up and I'm like, okay, model number. So I look in the model number and it's like, no, this is a 3070 GPU. And I was like, wait, no, that's wrong. That's incorrect. Because I look back at my receipt, I go through my information and it's like 2070 super three times wind forced OC eight gigabyte. And I was like, okay, so 2070 super should be that. That's what I paid for. But apparently I guess maybe the GPU was bad. Maybe that they... Did they ran out of the stock of the GPU they were gonna put in my machine? I don't know, but it is a 3070, eight gigabytes. Ooh. And I was like, well, I know that this computer was gonna be forward compatible, but I didn't realize I was time traveling. Okay, okay, I- I'm gonna tell you what happened. Your machine is a base model with a 3070. When it- when they returned it and they refurbished it. Someone must have wrote a two by accident and put it back in the box and just sent it. That's probably what that's probably what happened. So you you got yourself a thirty seventy. You lucky bitch. Oh, I know, right? Okay, <laughs> so like I know that the three thousand series isn't coming out soon, and I know like it's no, no. The three thousand series is it. They just released a lower. Oh, they t- just released it. Okay, yeah, it came out the thirty the three the thirty series came out in October. So. There was the 3070, the 3080, and the 3090. Yeah, and the 3090, and the 3060, and Which the 3060 ju- Ti. Yeah, that just so, came out sometime back. Okay, because yeah. NZXT has a stock mm-hmm. of those GPUs for their newer machines. Mm-hmm. Like, I just looked at the website yeah. that I got mine from, mm-hmm. and that's basically what they were releasing as like I don't know if it's the gaming models or they call it the studio model or whatever, which is the look, I guess, look at it this, model. Look at it this but way. I think that been releasing new machines with them. I think so. that card has like 16 gigs of VRAM DDR5, so you have no problem streaming in 4K without any problems whatsoever. Because you are on files like me, so you have the bandwidth and you have the the processing power. Um, I could kick the show up the 4K, but let's be real. 
we ain't we ain't we ain't good for there's no, no one's need. watching no. anything on Twitch in 4K. Everybody's watching it on their phones in their beds or or yeah, at work. But or, but you have to understand. But a lot of normal, normal HD, much less 4K. Well, it, it well it depends. Like even like like my like my cell phone. I mean, I can watch 4K video on here without any problems. I can watch yeah. 4K video on my t on my PC and on on my television. It just depends on what it is. I mean, if we were doing a lot of like gaming and multimedia stuff, absolutely 4K across the board. I honestly th feel talk shows and podcasts and stuff should be at 1080p and that's it. But that's just me. I mean, I could go 4K with this, but it's like mm -hmm. I'm probably pushing it. But I'm just happy with 1080. And it's getting to the point right now, Ari, you're better off just buying a brand new computer because honestly, a pre-built is becoming cheaper than building your own machine. It really yeah. is. And it really? sucks because it, a lot of it is just the GPUs, the GPUs yep. and the processors. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's that's the biggest reason we were talking about this a while ago, but I didn't want to use, unfortunately, the motherboard that... Ranma sent me, while it was beautiful and it yeah. had a lovely processor on it, I was going to build into obsolescence, which I know I talk a lot about. I go, I jar on people's ears about it. But it's basically, if you're going to spend $1,000 mm -hmm. to build into a computer that's obsolete, you're better off saving that for a few months, doubling up, yep. and just spending two k on a really good computer and monitor right. and just setting yourself up for, for better performance yeah. overall, especially especially since they just released the three series and the five series is literally coming in the next two years. We, so oh, no, 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 no. First things first. Uh, okay. the next, they're going to do the, they're going to do the 40 series. That's, we probably see it to 2023 if, and at that point, 5,000 series AMD processors are out. It's just hard to get your hands on them. All I know is if your AMD build, like, like AMD Ryzen, like me and Ichigo, you're, you ain't got much to worry about for upgrades. Like, right now, I could put a 5,000 series uh, chip in my machine, and I'll definitely see a difference. But if I replace the board, which gives me more uh, PCI Gen 4, that's even better. But enough about that. This is not... Um, Tech. This is not computer jam session. At least not right now. But, but you know. Also, but also, yeah. um, mm -hmm. Ari, if you end up finding that you're having a lot of um, washout with your camera, your your webcam, that's what I was dealing with too. Is if you can go in directly to the camera setup on your computer, you can change it so that you're not becoming a ghost like I used to be. That's why my face has a little more color now because I was able to change those settings. But anyway, yeah, moving on. Are we we need to talk about the camera settings after the show, but um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, for, like I said earlier uh, during uh, how was our weekend day, I found myself buying some older anime titles because they were cheap and they were on sale. Like, I, I don't know. I think kind of came up with a discussion about finding uh, Makai Tensho came over as Ninja Scroll, and then it was Ninja Resurrection. You know, so I went and tracked down a copy of. Ninja Scroll, on DVD, brand new, ADV, ADV Films uh, print for $11 with shipping off of eBay, okay? I was... Nice. I'm just like, you can even see it right there where it's the whole ADV, it's factory sealed. And I'm just like, holy crap. 
and to reference back to Bonds Level 6 Anime Jam CNET. Bro, I've been talking for almost a year about opening a tech session of my personal blog, but I have yet to get around to it. So now I have Ninja Resurrection. I have I have Ninja Scroll on um on blue on um on Blu-ray over there in the corner. I'm good. And yes, Ninja Resurrection has both OAVs on here, so I'm good to go. And I'm kind of surprised Sentai Filmworks didn't release a Blu-ray of this, but it's all good in the hood, so, you know, I ain't even worried about it. So, that's basically is it. Um, there, there, I also forgot to mention during housekeeping that I did a change on our rundown, so we're going to be talking about a different article. And as you can see, I threw a hot take in there. Uh, I'm hoping we don't take too much time on this. Because I, 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 I'm just kind of like, I'm just kind of aggravated by this. I, I really fucking am. Alright, so let's go ahead and get, and get our music up here for our heart take. Okay, so this week's hot take is similar to another hot take I've done a, few, a bunch of episodes back. I call it cosplayers that don't know what the fuck they are doing. And the cosplay photographers that enable their, their bullshit attitudes. I found out earlier today that over in Long Island City, there's going to be a cosplay photo shoot at, the, at one of the parks over there. So I look at the event, the, in, the event page. And basically they're saying, come as you are. There's no information about social distancing, masks, or anything like that. And I'm just like, what the fuck? Just because some of us have gotten the vaccine, that does not mean we can walk around without a goddamn mask. Alright? Social distancing photo shoots is a thing now. There are people who are doing social distancing shoots, and they're showing a picture of them wearing masks with their cosplays and then going into it fine i it's like i've said i have no problem doing an outdoor shoot my limit is five people all five of those people i must know or they must be able to vouch for each other whatever and they must have a mask if one of them cannot show up and say i want to bring somebody else in nope I don't know the person that's coming in that hasn't been vetted. So that shit's not going to happen. It's like I've said. We should not be talking about events in the cosplay community like this until six to eight months after the last percentile of people have gotten their second shot. That's it. Or, the, or their shot, period, if it's one of those... Uh single shot a lot of play yeah, a lot of, a lot of places are pulling the single shots like um the javits center was open 24 hours during the day it was the two shot vaccines overnight it was the one shot vaccines they pulled that now the second thing is you can't come as a normal cosplay you have to have a spin on the cosplay for example you you cannot come if you come as Ash Ketchum. Now, if you do 
a spin on Ash Ketchum, like a punk style, or you get a like a, a onesie or whatever, you, and walk around with a belt and be like uh, WWE Heavyweight Champion Ash Ketchum or something like that. Then th that's what they want. They are encouraging those types of cosplays. Now, y'all know me. I love originality. I love I love seeing people's takes and spins on original cosplays and so forth. But not everybody can do that. I don't think it's fair to exclude somebody who can't do that. If they have just a regular Joe Schmo cosplay, they should be able to go to the shoot and get sh and have their pictures taken. If they can't do a OC style or whatever, no, I don't think that is fair. This is absolutely ridiculous. This wait, is this is this being organized by a specific group? Or is this just being organized by random folks? Because especially with things like there's a photography group down here that specifically focuses on costuming, cosplay, and photography with specialty needs and uses. But it's organized within a central group. And there are specific themes for each photo shoot. Nope, nothing like that. It's just one person who, who's organizing this. Well, then, unfortunately, that's a case of it's a private event at that point. No, it's not a private it, event. It's not a private event. It, okay, Ranma, mm -hmm. when it's being planned by one party, that is basically a private event. They can make it public, but if it is being held by one person, that is basically a private event. So they can say whatever they want. They can say they can make it whatever requirements they want. But once it is, it is if the idea and the gathering is centralized around one person planning it or a small group planning it, that is a private event. Because that's how it's considered for us when we plan our photo shoots. Even though it is a group thing, it is considered a private event. I don't know. I, I kind of like find it saying, odd. A Joe Schmo couldn't just walk off the street and have their photo taken, right? That's not a public event. That is a private event. I, I Well, I, I see what you're saying. But the fact that it's in a public park and they're actually going to turn you away, you know? I, I don't know. I, I, it just doesn't feel right with me. I think because of the fact that there are no... There's no rules on, on the social distancing aspect, which is probably why I'm more aggravated about that, you know. No, if, and if, I, it, I if they like, said, I understand if, where you're yeah, coming from. Right. Mm -hmm. As a hot take, yeah. there are multiple sides to the story. Right, yes, yes. So when it comes, we go to public parks, we go mm -hmm. to public buildings, and we go to museums and stuff and take photos. That doesn't mean that it automatically becomes a public affair. That doesn't mean that anybody can just show up even if they're in costume, if they haven't paid their dues and they haven't made sure that they are, like, the organizer is aware of it. Unfortunately, what you have incurred is basically an organizing Karen. And an organizing mm -hmm. Karen is going to do whatever the fuck they want to do mm -hmm. without consideration or care for others. Mm -hmm. I am sure that this is not even organized. I am sure it is shoestring. It We're going to meet up at this one place. Yep. And, like, if you want to show up, you can, but mm -hmm. you have to, like show up in this very specific way or else we're going to mean girl you and you can't sit with us. Yeah. And that is basically what they're doing. And unfortunately, I have seen many a tale of cosplayers doing this, cosplayers and photographers and just con attendees in general recently mm -hmm. have mis been misbehaving. Oh, I know. And no, a lot of, see, yeah. see, if you set now, if, if the event page says we're doing a theme or we're asking that, then that's fine. You know me. I'm all about 
tact. It's how it comes across. If they were more tactful and describing how the shoot is going to go, then I wouldn't have any problems with that whatsoever. Well, they are trying to host a multi-person event while there are things still in place where you're mm -hmm. not supposed to be having more than right. four people in a public area within six feet of each other. So, like, do we really expect them to be tactful? They're probably the people that wear their mask under their nose and then get upset when people tell them to fix it. Probably. So, or dick-nosing their masks. Just, dick just so you know, the last time we had something like this, this was back in September. It was in my backyard of Coney Island. The difference was... it. It was just a cosplay photo shoot. You can have an OC. You can be... It was fine. But it was a massive showing. I actually lost a couple of friends over that because I was railing against it. And yes, I actually went down to the precinct and showed them this and be like, I just want to let y'all know this is going on. And I just no, let it be. and that's, like, that's fair and that's reasonable. Mm -hmm. And honestly, like, I always say this. I don't understand why it's not still a felony. I don't understand. States' rights, year? that's what it is. That's why it's not a felony. It's states' rights. Oh, well, it's yeah. states' rights, yeah. obviously, yes. But, like, especially in the situation where uh, if you're going to hold an event mm -hmm. and you're going to do it, like, you're right. You're an adult. You make your own choices. It's your own temple, whatever you want to do. My you little immunocompromised pass is staying at my house. Exactly. For a exactly. Long time. But like, mm -hmm. when you're doing it, make sure that you have, one, a contract for your attendees, Two, if there's any payment you have to do because taking photos, even in public parks, requires certain licenses and certain fees to even just shoot there for any commercial purpose. There have been multiple cases where cosplayers have had their photos taken down because mm -hmm. state park rangers go, whoop, I know that rock. I know that very specific <laughs> it's, rock. Ichigo, it's interesting that you bring that up because about 15 years back, something like that happened at... um. At Central Park, I think I was there with David Ang and a couple of others. They based the park police basically said we have no problems with you doing these types of photography. It's fine. It's the fact that I think we were there on a Sunday and you need a permit for Sunday. Other than that, it was just fair game across the board. So well, I can also parts. imagine. Oh, go ahead. One of these like ed these like edgy little uh, cosplayers is gonna. Like doing something with like his props, so like, hey, get a picture of me slicing a mask in half. Mm. There are there are some of these cosplay kiddos out there that don't know proper graveyard respect, mm -hmm. that don't know proper state park respect, that don't know that like leave no trace means leave no trace. No. None of your little anime undies, none of your little lip glosses or lipsticks, none of your wig hairs it means leave no trace. And that you do need fees because a lot of it is commercialism. Mm -hmm. When you commercialize these state parks, which is what they're doing. If you're selling photos, if you're taking photos of your cosplay with intent to sell, that is a business, that is commercialization. These parks don't want to be misrepresented in that mm -hmm. way. And because they are federal, they do have the power to enforce shit. Yep. And, so and when uh, you, you know, out there, the thing yeah, is about, uh, uh, let me just say this real quick and then we'll get into uh, tonight's yeah. uh, stories. Yeah. Like, I got into a pissing fight with somebody about photo shoots in a graveyard. My thing is this. I have no problems if you're doing a shoot in the graveyard where the where the stones and the markers are from like the 17th century, the 18th century. It's so where they can't really read them anymore. Yeah, it's more of the more closer like like people who passed in the 1900s like 1960s for you don't know the people 
their their descendants could be living in the area. They might find it disrespectful that you're shooting there, you know? Okay, I have to disagree. And the reason why... Okay. I, I, I have been to many picnics that celebrate the dead. Mm-hmm. Hi, I'm a goth. Welcome. Um, and we respect the grounds, but we do dance with them. We do celebrate their lives and things like that. And we do it at the Arlington Cemetery. We've done it at different gravestones and graveyards and things like that. But we, one, obtain permission and pay the proper fees and or get the proper contracts to relegate the space for our enjoyment slash the soul's enjoyment. Wait, wait, stop, and two, stop, we're stop, not dicks about stop, it. Stop, 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 stop. Ichigo, when you said that you obtained proper permission and so forth, that's okay. It could be that cemetery where it's like people, like more old, younger, more people from this century there. If you have the permits and so, then that's fine. I don't have a problem with that as long as you have your ass. But if you're gonna be like they're dead, what what do they care? No, I have a problem with that. The biggest issue I had was the issue where there were multiple younger cosplayers that were bare-ass sitting on gravestones, um, were showing and desecrating graveyards, and just in general doing, like, gross things. Like, they were just being gross in a graveyard while there were mourners. While there were mourners. You know something? You know, a few years back... There was a Hitalia photo shoot. Oh no! At, at oh, the no. Um, Jewish story. Memorial oh, in Anime Boston, that was extremely reprehensible. Everybody condemned it. The cosplayers involved tried to defend it, but no. I didn't think anything could be just as bad. You just you just said something. You just described something that was just as bad. What the? Ah 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 ah. No. Just no. Good lord. But yeah, so uh, moving on, let's talk about some uh, some news from Japan and anime and stuff like that that seems a little bit more, uh, or uh, rather less, uh, oh wait, or maybe more insane. Sorry, just read the first headline. Yeah, uh, yeah, like I said, I'm, I have to, um, let me throw this in here. Real quick, um, I thought I I, I, I thought I fixed it on the back on 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 here, but I only fixed it on the website. Um, but the uh, episode for today is aptly named "Some Kind of Blast Effect." Uh, yeah, it, that was the last bit of uh, faith in humanity I had. So uh, yeah, um. <laughs> Uh-huh. And I forgot to update it here. Okay, that's done. That's saved. Okay. And... That should be it. We should be good. I don't even know why he has the, um... Forced Twitch refresh since everything is right there. So, I'm going to go ahead and update that. And we're going to get into this. Now... It's far and few when the bullshit and the drama and our fandoms go mainstream. Yes, it'll you'll you might find it on Anime News Network or somebody's blog or something like that. But 
it kind of stands up and take notice when it hits CBS News, CNN, Fox News, MSNBC, ABC News, you know, then it's like, what the fuck? And this popped up on NBC News yesterday, and I'm just like, what the hell? So basically, an Ohio man is accused of a bombing attack on the boyfriend of the woman who told him no. I am extremely riled by this. Okay? I have no alcohol for this. I've been drinking water. Basically, an Ohio man who was a LARPer playing uh, a LARPing game called Dagger Here delivered a pipe bomb to severely wound the boyfriend of a woman who told him no. Clayton McCoy of Cleveland, Ohio, was arrested and charged with transporting an explosive device with intent to injure and using a destructive device in a violent crime, according to a federal criminal complaint. The victim is, was seriously injured after opening a package bomb inside his Manchester, Maryland home back on October 30th. Shrapnel struck his chest, legs, and front of his body, and the victim wasn't released until from the hospital until November 17th. He is still going through rehab. And I'm glad he's going to get better. The victim's girlfriend has known McCoy for approximately seven years since McCoy became a member of the Dagger Here community. And like I said, it is a LARP. McCoy and the victim's girlfriend have been close and were even planning a camping trip together, according to the complaint. But around October 12th, McCoy told her that he had feelings for her, but she did not feel the same way and was in a relationship with the victim. Following the blast, the girlfriend told investigators that McCoy, like most members of Dagger here, is proficient at wood and metal and may have the ability to create the device. Through the investigation and the help of Verizon and Google, they're able to link mobile devices owned by McCoy to see that he actually drove the package down and left it at the person's doorstep. Good God. I bet he thought of himself as such a nice guy. Too. But wait, there's more. The case itself is pending, but eight years ago, he was convicted of sharing child pornography online via an undercover investigation, according to federal authorities. He was sentenced to four years in prison and was forced to be put on the state's sex offender registry. He is not under probation, so this federal arrest has no impact on his previous Ohio case. What the fuck? I, I, I'm just, I'm, I'm angry. I am literally angry, okay? I understand rejection sucks. I get that. I've been through it. You have to accept the fact that she doesn't see you in that, in that way, and you have to let it be. Also, now, they have been friends for, from one read about seven years you mean to tell me, if y'all are tight for seven years, you didn't know she was seeing somebody? How do you not know? No. Now, okay. now, wait, wait, wait. Let me get, let me get, let me get, let me get to that. Let me get to that. Okay. Okay. Unless she 
locked down her personal life where nobody knew. I would get that. But, I mean, if you're tight and you're hanging out in and outside of events and stuff like that, I'm, I, I'm, and I'm not saying it to be that asshole. I'm not. I'm saying it because I'm literally confused. Like, how do you not know? Probably that she's been saying no since they met and wanted to have a good friendship mm -hmm. and he just wanted more and it was unrequited and therefore was it was that whole idea that sick idea where like the heroic the the what is it the tragic her hero mm -hmm. where like he'll get the girl if he demonstrates some form of courage. But it's like, like Seattle is saying, uh, she's just not that into you. Ichigo, I would, what you just said. We're going to find this guy outside his house blasting anime theme tunes on his uh, Bluetooth speaker, huh? Probably. But Ichigo, uh, yeah, as to what you just said, that was my second thought. Like, they've been, they're tight. And he knew the whole time. And she just kept saying no. That was my other theory. So, I, I I get it. She's gorgeous. You, but she's happy with somebody else. That's the that problem, though. I know. I know that's the problem, and I get that. I know guys who are just friends with a girl until in hopes that they will break up with the other person so they can slide in there. Well, basically, yeah. They're not. They're not a. It's not a. It's not anything to keep them from trying. They're mm -hmm. basically just a, a road bump. Yeah. Like, they're just something in the way of their one true love who's yeah. going to realize and she's made a mistake and her knight in shining armor is waiting. And it's like, no, no, bro. Like, that's not how it works. We are not in a Disney fairy tale movie. Like, no. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and and it's even worse now compounded by what we're going on in the rest of the world. Yes. But, that is screwed up, and that is a little too close to home because I actually know that LARP. That is actually one of the LARPs in my backyard, Oof. and I actually looked at joining it quite a few years ago. So this does not look great. You would have had to deal with this idiot up close and personal. Yeah, and unfortunately there are a lot of idiots like that in LARPing because geek girls apparently do not exist. We have never existed. We are a figment of your imagination, and you should just get over it. No, 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 no. You have or the ones uh, that they do find, they gatekeep the shit out of them. No, here, here's yeah. the thing. Here's the thing. Most guys, what they want is a geek girl who is not tall, but slender, slim, well-endowed, got the right curves... And is nerdy. To them, that is a geek girl. Where, at, where they feel like if the girl is fluffy, just doesn't look whatever, you know. To them, that is not a geek girl. Let me just say this. Geek girls come in all ranges of shapes, sizes, colors, and everything. The same thing with geek guys. We come in all ranges of shapes, colors, and everything, you know. You... You don't know. Oh, oh my! Oh my God! No! 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 They just want to be the center of a harem anime. It's true. See it to Barry. I. 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 Would it be a reverse harem? For me? No. I. I'm. I'm. I'm Demi, but I'm usually A, so I don't give a fuck. See. See. 
Cedarberry, what you said about that. They just want to be a center of a harem anime. Just to be sure. I want you to know, I knew a guy who was polyamorous, and his main goal was to turn his life into a harem anime by collecting cute girls at cons and heavily... At, at, like what heavily flirt with them okay i want you to know something it didn't work he was called out for his bullshit this summer and many women came forward with his accusations and the stuff that he did and when i called him on his shit he tried to lie in my face and i'm like you know what? i'm i'm fucking done with you i am absolutely done with you he is not yeah, I was going to say, and I have many polyamorous friends that are very, very respectful. So when sleaze bags like this, and mm -hmm. I've dated one before that was like, I'm poly. And it's like, no, you just want your cake and you want to eat it too. And like, right. that's not my thing. Mm -hmm. That's not my bag. Um, so yeah, it's it's very disrespectful. It's very detrimental. And in general, this guy's a slimeball, sleazeball yep. asshole yep. and deserves to go to jail. Fuck him. May may the judge throw the book at him and get it and make and it gets embedded in his skull. Moving on. He screams yeet at him when he does it too. I, I'm I'm all for that. Hearing someone scream yeet before you lose consciousness. Hmm. What a way to go out. <laughs> Basically. Anywho, let's talk about something good. Like about uh, Vertical and Kodansha merging. Ari, what's up with that? Uh, let's see. Kodansha USA Publishing announced on Tuesday as part of the, the quote-unquote next phase of Kodansha's English language publishing program that the company's vertical brand has changed its name to Kodansha Books on social media and Kodansha Comics has changed its name to Kodansha Man Manga. The company said the changes to bring all the titles from Kodansha Comics, Kodansha USA International, and Vertical under a unified Kodansha. <clears throat> the company also launched its new homepage home at Kodansha.us to house all those brands. And they also have a new logo, too. I will post a link to their new website in the chat for you all to peruse. Huh. I just noticed that, uh, I, I guess the uh, .us... Uh, mm-hmm suffix is coming into a play now yeah a lot of places a lot of domains are coming under that and when i was putting together the outline i couldn't even i couldn't even pull up their old um i think i couldn't pull up vertical's old facebook page it was already pulled yeah because like us has just been dot com by default hmm. anyhow uh vertical's facebook page announced on march 4th that changes are coming to kodanshacomics.com readvertical.com and this social channel Kodansha USA Publishing, the company handles the Kodansha Comics label, consolidated vertical and digital distributing company Kodansha Advanced Media under its management in January 2020. As part of the restructuring, Kodansha Adv Advanced Media General Manager Alvin Liu became the CEO and president of Kodansha USA Publishing. Takashi Sakuda became the chief operating officer of Kodansha USA Publishing, and Kiichiro Sugawara became the publisher. Ivan Salazar, who was a former PR and events specialist under Comixology, became the senior marketing editor for Kodansha USA Publishing. And also, his, also that guy has a name like a survival horror video game film. <laughs> so, hey, good news for them, but that's what they were going for. 
I mean. Yeah, I think that's a good thing. I guess they had like the two different like spinoffs for cert for certain types of books and so forth. You know, the kind of I guess all ages are mature, but eventually it's like you know what, we're just gonna put it all under one label and just roll with it. I think it's a good thing. All right, now we talk about some myth-busting. This is kind of interesting. I wasn't expecting this. You know, honestly, I'm not surprised. Mm. Carrie and the rest of the group over at Mythbusters have definitely exposed themselves to be huge nerds, and not only nerds, but anime nerds. Ichigo, um, I, I, let me yeah. just say this real quick before you get into the story. Um, there used to be a convention up here uh, in Long Island called Icon, and my, the company I used to work for it would sell these shirts. It would say, one would be like, nin it was ninjas versus pirates with Chekhov's. Like, one would be like, ninjas win. One would be like, pirates win. If I'm and not mistaken. one of your buddies uh, sold yes. a t-shirt too? Yes. I believe Carrie signed one of those shirts. And he had it up on display in his booth so people can see it. And it kind of helped oh, with sales. that's awesome. Yep. But yeah, in general, you've seen Adam Savage's monologue, love monologue mm -hmm. to cosplay, and the rest of the group is not shy of it either. However, Crunchyroll uh, has a lovely article about former Mythbuster Carrie Byron reacts to the science of Dr. Stone, which is uh, the mo one of the more recent releases. Um, there's a lot of science going down in the world of Dr. Stone. So who better to formulate some thoughts on it all, all than former Mythbuster Carrie Byron? The host of Crash Test World sat down with Crunchyroll to check some footage of Dr. Stone and react to scenes going into the detail and plausibility of the various scenarios. So there is a video about it and the ones that they tend to bust. I'm just trying to make sure. Mm -hmm. Okay, we're going <laughs> to. So the ones it looks like. They bust are one in the kitchen, one about the stone stove, uh, and a few others about various materials and or experiments that go on within the show. Sounds You can good. watch the video that excerpts all of those things in the article or read more on Crunchyroll's website. You know what it reminds me of? Like, oh, A, number one, oh, that, uh, like this one panelist I saw a long time who dis discussed the uh, physics that involved, you know, high powered marksman rifles and jiggle physics mm -hmm. together. And two, it's like those series of videos like, you know, this, like someone in this profession reacts to how this profession is portrayed in movie, TV, whatever. Sounds interesting. Yeah. Mm hmm. And speaking of interesting, I think we've I think we finally heard the last of Hideaki Anno, unless he decides to do another reboot of Evangelion. Don't give him any ideas. <laughs> we can only say get in the goddamn robot Shinji so many times before it stops being funny. Mm, true. So true. Or is he getting the fuck? You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. All right, it's on you. Oh, whoops. It's all good. Uh, this one's also bigger. Oh, let me bring it up. Sorry, I didn't know I had a... Ugh. So, where is it? 
Uh, recently released anime movie, Evangelion 3.0 plus 1.0, Thrice Upon a Time, has earned a whopping 802 million yen, with 539,000 tickets sold in its first day in theaters. The film was released at 466 theaters across Japan on March 9th, selling 21.7 more tickets and earning 23.8% more at the box office than the opening day of Evangelion 3.0 You Can Not Redo. And uh, the music video for the theme song One Last Kiss was performed by Utada Hikaru. It's also on their official YouTube channel. Uh, directed by Anu Hideaki at Utada's request, the video revived received 1 million plays within 12 hours of being released on YouTube, with the song simultaneously hitting number one on streaming sites. The footage was filmed according to Anno's instructions by Utada and a small team in London, then sent back to Japan for editing. Uh, Thrice Upon a Time is the fourth and final installment in the rebuild of the Evangelion movie series, produced by Studio Kara as a reboot of the 95 anim- 1995 anime Neon Genesis Evangelion. And it's currently screening in Japanese cinemas. And give it about a year, we will go see Evangelion 5.0. We're, and it's going to be, we're sure this time. <laughs> or how do you, like, or how do you say the quest for more money in Japanese? <laughs> Hang on a second. Oh boy. All I know is I need a couple of more Asuka figurines because I think Asuka's best girl, so... Wait, let me know if we can hear this. Not hearing Did that come through? Nope. Uh, I'll just put the link into the chat. Actually, hold on. I may be able to do something. Hold on here. Thank you, Theo X 75 Choke out Asuka this time. Ugh. All right, hold on. I'm I'm going to reroute my audio. Um, let's see. Let's see if I can get it to work. Also, I just remembered that the line is the search for more money, and not the quest. But same th- like same difference. Want no, to try it again? No, no, it's fine. I I, I it won't do it because for some reason I think there through a certain update when I redirect my audio outputs I have to re- shut it down or restart something. But um, let me see if if, if, if I can play it through the speakers and my microphone picks it up. Try it again. I don't know if you caught that, but that's basically is it. It needs more of a, um, a Mel Brooks base to it, but, you know, it, it it's all good in the hood. <laughs> Let's see, what else do we have here? Ah, Yoshiki. He's a popular person. Uh, who's this one, you or... Ah, uh, this is me. Okay. Musician and ex-Japan member Yoshiki received the Japanese government's Medal of Honor with Dark Blue Ribbon Award on Tuesday, which would be last Tuesday. 
Yoshiki has actively donated to various organizations in the U.S. in 2020 through his Yoshiki Foundation America nonprofit organization. Last March, he donated $24,000 to Meals on Wheels to support the organization's various L.A. branches and also donated $100,000 to the Music Cares organization to promote health and welfare musicians. In April, he donated $100,000 to the National Center for Global Health and Medicine. The Medal of Honor with dark blue ribbons goes to individuals who donate more than 5 million yen, which translates to about 46,000 U.S. dollars, to government institutions towards public well-being. For those of you who don't know, X Japan's most notable anime contributions were the songs in the X2 music video collection and the later X movie. Animation was done by Studio Madhouse, which adapted both productions from Clamp's X manga. The surviving band members, Toshimitsu Toshi Dayama, Yoshiki Hayashi, Tomoyaki Pada Ishizuka, and Hiroshi Heath Mori reunited in 2007, 10 years after they first disbanded and 9 years after the death of guitarist Hideto Hide Matsumoto. That was, that was really awesome. Honestly, X-Japan and Yoshiki have been living past, like, just the title of being celebrities and have kind of been moving on into philanthropy and, like, mm-hmm. just creating, like, a good energy a good in the world, the world and stuff. Yeah, For a second, yeah. I thought he was going to say sainthood. Not a sa- I mean, like, you might knows, as well. Maybe. Saint X-Japan. No, I'm kidding. That would be great. Um, <laughs> Saint Yoshiki. I mean, Saint Yoshiki, the, the, grand, the grand patron of, of, of J-Rock, you know? Saint Yoshiki does sound like an anime title too. Let's be real, Ichigo. You you want one of those you want one of those candles, you know, like this with Yoshiki's face on it. You know, honestly, honestly, I have a friend who's been doing that for um, a lot of the officials, even Dr. Fauci candles. They've mm. been doing it as fundraisers, and it's been fabulous. I don't actually keep a lot of candles, but it's been a nice thought, and the money has been going to good causes, yeah. so I'm, like, all for it. I mean, there is a bookstore in Manhattan stand where you can get um, Golden Girls patron saint candles, and <laughs> I, I think there's ones, I think they have ones of some of the politicians, like um, like uh, Bernie Sanders, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Especially with, like, his signature mittens now. Um but yeah, uh, or like in our in our chat here, twitch.tv slash anime jam session, we have Seattle going, uh, Daisento Yoshiki. Uh, yeah, that'd be cute. And then we also have, uh, oh yeah. So there's just a lot more talk about Evangelion and stuff. Oh yeah, yeah I, I found I, you know, it. It's, um... it's exciting. Yeah. Uh, to see that they're still being able to participate in culture and it's not that overbearingness that we have with a lot of, I guess, like American stars and stuff now. It's just that they're out there doing good deeds. So it's pretty cool. And to answer Sita Beery's uh, question about about Yoshiki or ex-Japan doing an ending theme for Saw, what they did was it was was Yoshiki. He did the main theme to Saw 4 called IV. That was in, that's interesting. So there you go. Ah, and there's also a music video. Even nice. Okay, and we're gonna get down to our final story of tonight before we get into our Meanwhile Japan topics. We're gonna seems that Lotus Wars is is coming back in a mobile game. So record oh of the Lotus War. 
which we haven't heard much of from this series in many, many years, mm -hmm. is one of my fandoms, and I really enjoy it. I'm excited. Um, I don't know if I'll download this game, but I'm excited to see it get some love. Deeplet in Wonder Labyrinth's game full version is to launch on the 27th of March. Publisher Playism announced on Wednesday that it and Why So Serious will launch the full version of Record of the Lotus War, Deedlit in Wonderland Labyrinth, The Record of Lotus War, side-scrolling game, on March 27th. The full version will add the fifth and sixth stages to the game, and the game launched on Steam's Early Access in March of last year. Playism describes the game as Record of the Lotus War, Deedlit in Wonder Labyrinth, as a 2D-style... Metroidvania action exploration game based on Record of the Lotus War. Immerse yourself in gorgeous pixel animations and take advantage of abilities such as swapping weapons and get help from elemental spirits on your journey to solve the arcane mysteries of the labyrinth. The game was previously slated for Steam's early access in fall 2019 with a full release in spring 2020, but as we can see, uh, many games and stuff have been... Uh, severely delayed mm -hmm. so them finishing up around a year later seems pretty reasonable now that sounds good den, mm -hmm. den fami nico gamers tag team ladybug or shin megami tensei synchronity prologue game is developing the game itself the game centers on deedlet navigating a dungeon alone uh and loras tosenki Sayaku no Hokkan, or Record of the Lotus War, The Pledged Diadem, shipped in August 2019 as the first new novel from the franchise in 12 years. Atsushi Suzumi launched a manga adaptation of the novel in Karokawa's Shonen Ace magazine in October 2019. So it's nice to see this older series get a lot more love. Mm -hmm. I love Nice. I love Deedlet. It's I, just a good, wholesome series all around. I mean, it has blood and gore, but, like, it's a wholesome series. Yeah. <laughs> I may I may pick up this game and play it for Steam and probably stream it. We'll see. I mean, since well, Ichigo, since Deedlet's your homegirl and you have a beast of a machine to play it, just saying. I mean, it's a mobile game, so. Is it? I thought it was also a platformer too. It said it was a mobile game. It said it was Metroidvania like, mm. but it was a mobile game. Yeah, and when you hear mobile game, you usually think free to play, or or or, or uh, microtransactions. Freemium—that's the word. Well, let me take a look at something real quick. Um, no, it's a Steam game. Oh. Oh, duh! Sorry, I just read that. I just read it was Steam. Yeah. I don't know why my brain was like. It's because I'm ready for sleep. Can we tell? Uh, yeah. I'm ready for sleep. But yeah, no, it did. It legitimately said Steam like twice. Mm -hmm. It's one of those things where when you're reading the content, you don't fully like comprehend it, especially when you're potatoing, when I am turning into a pumpkin as you watch. Um, you, yeah, but you'll be sorry, a pretty goth, you'll be a pretty access. goth um, pumpkin though. Uh, thank you. And pretty goth pumpkin. Um, on the inside, I am rotten. <laughs> All right, uh, but yeah, so yeah, it is Steam Early Access. So if you do want to play it um, in on your PC uh, master console or whatever the hell <laughs> you want to call it, you can. Uh, but yeah, I, I don't know. I might check it out. I, um, yeah, it sounds like it could be fun. I mean, it was released last year, so I'm going to have to look into it. But I will do that as we go into our 
what happens in Japan stays in Japan, except when we report on it. Basically. This is the part of the show you know y'all really you stuck around for, so here we are. It's Meanwhile in Japan. Four articles, three hosts. Let's see whose brain gets cracked first. Um, I'm going to take the second article. I'll take the uh, last one. Okay. Uh, I mean, so so it's the... Okay, I'll take the first one. I don't mind. Go for it. This is one of my nightmares. Mm. Um... So Japanese school lunch noodles fried so hard that children and teachers chip teeth and go to the hospital. That's not good. Ouch. Underneath those vegetables lies a mass of crunchy nightmares. Japanese schools are well known for providing healthy, balanced lunches for students, especially compared to other certain countries where fries and pizza lunchtime are the norm. Shots fired. Mm-mm. But despite their excellent track record, every now and then there's going to be a slip-up. And that's what happened on March 11th at Asako Daigo Elementary School in Asaka City, Saitama Prefecture. Seven people, one teacher, and six students ended up with chipped teeth after eating the school lunch, and three of the children had to go to the hospital. The cause of their injuries were that the noodles were fried too hard. That's what she said. hey yo. Hey-o! <laughs> The meal in question was sara udon, or plate udon, which isn't made from plates, as the name, you know, that makes you think, uh, a dish from Nagasaki that puts cooked vegetables and meat on top of fried noodles. Unlike other udon dishes, the noodles are supposed to be crispy rather than soft and chewy. Apparently, what went wrong was the cooking time for the noodles. Instead of being fried for two or three minutes, as they should be... They were fried for 10 minutes. Oh. Good God. Turning them extremely hard. The staff who cooked the food on site at the school did not have instructions for the correct cooking time and opted to fry them for longer because they didn't look done yet. But what's more, the previous day, sixth grade children were served donuts that had expired a year ago. Due to a delivery mistake, um, the school's lunch department has said that they are taking measures for this not to happen again. But Japanese netizens had a lot of pressing concerns. These kids are told to eat everything, so they did, even if it hurt them. They're supposed to eat quietly, too, so they couldn't even ask for help. Awful, imagining them forcing themselves to eat something so hard. Mm. And the donuts, too. What's going on there? I can't believe the teacher broke a tooth, too. While we don't know the details of what happened with the teacher, they were probably expected to act as a good role model for the kids and eat their meal no matter what, so that the kid would eat theirs, too. On normal days, it's not a bad idea, but unfortunately had regrettable consequences here. It's only a matter of time before something really weird happens, like teachers stealing students' right foot shoes from their cubbies. Uh, that's oddly specific. Verily. Verily. And as someone who has broken his tooth eating something and still hasn't gotten it fixed all these years later, that is so unnerving and disturbing to go through. Like, I was like mid-chew when it happened, and then I started chewing on the shards of... Oh, God. 
God, I'm getting chills just talking about it. Ugh. Yeah, no, losing my teeth is one of my nightmares, and I consistently have nightmares about it. And I did break a tooth on something, but thankfully mm. it wasn't like a bad break, and I ended up I ended up getting it fixed. But because we have insurance, because our society is crap. Uh, oh yes, we know that. Um, but but yeah, so no, it's terrifying. It is scary, and it is horrible because that kind of stuff can actually lead to heart problems and other stuff like that too. So. Uh, yeah, I, it sucks that they, like, how come, like, it didn't just happen with, like, one student? It was, like, multiple cases. I, I, I don't know. I just have to ask, like, I understand why. We all understand why. If you don't, if you know Japanese culture and you don't understand why, you don't know Japanese culture. Mm. But, like... Like, one kid, okay, maybe they're just complaining that they don't like the food, whatever. But, like, two or three kids complaining that they've chipped a friggin' tooth or, like, have to go to the nurse? Like, okay. Anyway, moving on. Yes, yes. Now we're going to talk about how uh, Japan is looking to ban free plastic forks and spoons as drafted by Japan's Ministry of Environment. There is a saying. First, they came for the bags. And I said, cool. Then they came for the spoons. And I said, sure, that's cool, too. Japan is often accused of overusing plastics such as excess packaging. But the government does appear to be listening and taking steps to reduce single-use plastics in everyday life. Last year, a big effort in a nationwide bag ban on free plastic bags given by convenience stores, supermarkets, and restaurants. So now there is an additional charge of 3 to 10 yen to be levied if you want one. The move was initially met with resistance, but less than a year later, plastic bag use has plummeted and the eco bag shot up to over 70%, which is a good thing because every Tuesday when I go my grocery shopping, I have two eco bags that I carry everything with. It makes it so much easier for me to bring more stuff home, and I've been using normal plastic bags for garbage, which I think I'm starting to run out of. Anywho, taking things a step further, Kamioka City and Kyoto Prefecture banned stores from offering plastic bags, both free and for a fee, as of January of this year. Wow. It is a considerable improvement, but the overall problem of plastic remains, and more needs need to be done. So, the Ministry of Environment has crafted a new bill which targets the issuing of free plastic forks and spoons by convenience stores and other businesses. A range of other plastic items like hotel amenities are also included. This bill, put forth by the cabinet on the 9th of March, is expected to go into effect April of next year, if it's approved by the Diet. And if it is, it will punish stores who give out free plastic spoons up to 500,000 yen, which is $4,600 U.S. Environmental Minister Shinjiro Koizumi declared that from then on, spoons will not be given out for free. This is an advanced version of the charge for plastic shopping bags. The reaction online was largely hostile. It appears that some people feel this is a sign of eroding customer service at the hand of the overreaching government regulation. Others just seem to just really like spoons. <laughs> like, fine then. I won't buy foods from your convenience store anymore. They just keep putting the screws to convenience stores. The same thing is just going to happen at with the plastic bags. Convenience stores won't be able to do anything to do anything soon. This is a stupid tactic that has no benefit but lots of disadvantages. 
Much like plastic bags, spoons won't be outlawed for the most part. Rather, a charge in the neighborhood of 5 yen will be applied to those who really want one. Still, as some comments pointed out, without free plastic cutlery, Japanese conveniences will be left with little in the way of added customer services. All that will remain is banking, courier pickup and drop-off, movie and event ticket sales, bill payments, high-quality photos and document printing, free Wi-Fi, and the occasional cancer screening. Now, that's what you call a, a, a great convenience store. Just saying. So it's easy to see how this can be a hard transition. Both humanity has overcome tens and thousands of years of adversity from civilization collapsing natural disasters to globe-spanning war. This might very well prove to be our darkest hour yet, but we'll find a way to survive without free spoons from convenience stores somehow. Uh, you know, I think the best thing to do when you buy your food from the convenience store, just adjust the price by 5 yen and just put a spoon in the container and be like, here. When they get their receipt... Yeah, the, the, the outrage will disappear in a blink of an eye. You see, they got their spoon and they've paid for it. They notice that it's been wrapped into the cost. That would, you know, you could do that. It might be something that manufacturers consider in the future to reduce waste but still allow people to have eating utensils and stuff if mm -hmm. it's all packaged. I mean, we all know... Japan is all about convenience and speed yep. when it comes to convenience food and stuff like that. But they also have cases where places like Starbucks and stuff like that have grab-and-go utensils, mm -hmm. even when they're in Japan. I think a lot of it is more so that we don't think of this on the scale of Japanese scale. We think of it on American scale. Mm -hmm. And as I was mentioning in the chat, with the fact that they're an island nation, and for them, recycling is, is almost a religious experience. It is... You recycle certain products on certain days in certain color bags, and you have to make sure that if you've got like a milk carton that's that waxed paper and there's a plastic lid, you have to take the plastic lid off of that paper, and that paper has to be recycled one day, and the plastic another. It It's a whole thing over there, and a lot of it is because their resources are much, much more limited Mm -hmm. Um, and, and that's just something to think about for a lot of our American listeners are our listeners that come from bigger countries. Yep. The more, you know, I actually need that as an animated gif. All right. And I think we have one more story left. Um, wait, uh, what about two of them? Don't we? No, we're going to do one of each. Okay, I'll uh, go go with mine then. New capsule toys from Japan let you carry plush fried food wherever you go. Mmm, nummy. If Japanese food stuff has a suffix furai, literally fry, it's guaranteed to be something crunchy, toothsome, or delicious. Fried pawn, fried oysters, fried horse mackerel, all things that could kill me if I eat them. <laughs> and the ever... And as well as uh, the corn dog or um, uh, American dongle. That was horrible. I'm sorry. <laughs> what happens to the things that pe people feel deep seated fun is for, especially in Japan? That's right, they get turned into capsule toys. Toy brand Asobi Kenyujo 365 has launched a new line of gachapon capsule toys named Deep Fried Plush. Contain five evergreen fried favorites rec recreated in cuddly fuzzy charm for. Each com one comes with a ball chain to attach to something, and you can try your luck for a 300 yen a turn. That's about 275. 
So we have fried shrimp, fried oyster, crab cream croquette, fried horse mackerel, and a corn dog. <clears throat> you can actually peel the fuzzy exterior off and re and re revert the food stuff to its pre-fried state. Interesting. Uh, they look incredibly soft and pleasant to touch, so the only real downside is you're bound to experience more cravings for the fried fruit, whatever your deep fried deep fried plush catches your eye. Now the, it, the deep fried plush gets it sets go on sale at some point in April when they restock the onigiri rice ball plush will occur in May, with a chance to buy a complete box of those charms arriving in June. If you can't get your hands on one of these adorable plush treats, why not pick up something that allows you to make the real thing? And yeah, I will admit they do look pretty cool. Yeah. And there's even a rice ball plush, which has about the uh, you know, the same kind of deal with it. Mm-hmm. I feel like I have a different reaction, but a lot of that is because these are plushies with faux fur and... Uh... For any of our cosplayers or other listeners who work with fabric on a regular basis, faux fur is the devil. Um, is, so... it, is it better or worse than uh, satin? Oh, it's better. I mean, it's worse than satin because it gets everywhere. And it's it's microplastic fibers that get into your mouth, get into your nose, get all over your workstation. It, it's It's gross. And it's... It's just one of those things that's just like, I have an adverse reaction, even though they do look quite cute. And I just, I feel it. I feel it invading my nose already. Uh, so it just, it makes me laugh, but I'm also like, you're cute, but I hate it. <laughs> it's like, I don't get paid enough to deal with this. I think on that note, I think it's time for us to wrap it up and get, and get up on out of here. Yeah, that sounds about right. Mm, all right, let's get let, let, let's 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 go home, y'all. So if you like the show, tell a friend, and so and they'll tell another friend, and so on and so forth. We're independent bloggers, independent podcasters, and we do this for the fun of it. So if you have any questions about the show, drop us a line at podcast at animejamsession.com. Again, that is podcast at animejamsession.com. We're here to believe you. Don't forget to check out our website at AnimeJamSession.com where we post our weekly podcast. You'll find uh, convention reviews, anime reviews, cosplayer tips and tricks, cosplayer interviews, links to our YouTube page of convention coverage, and our Facebook page of convention coverage as well. And don't forget, you can find our podcast on any program you use for finding podcasts. So just do a search for Anime Jam Session. You'll find over 480-something episodes. Take them, take them for a spin, take a listen, and enjoy them. And if you can, leave a review. We would love to know your feedback on our episodes. We really appreciate that. And don't forget to continue to follow us on social media, YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook. Connect to us there for when we're going live, for our convention videos, our convention photos, and everything in between for that. And don't forget the tip jar right down below. There are links to our Streamlab and our Ko-Fi. So you can just, if you think we're doing a great job, throw us a few bucks. You don't have to, but we really appreciate it. And Bits, we are at 
you like if you're watching live and you like the show throw us a few bits we appreciate that any money that comes into this goes into continuing to fund the show for hardware software anything that we need to keep the thing keep the keep the show rolling so now we're gonna go around the room last words Ari uh, if I don't go to sleep right away, I'm going to go back to GTA 5, find, join, infiltrate, and dismantle a cult. Kiplum! Last words, Ichigo. Well, I'm going to go see if I can actually go to sleep, and then I'll wake up tomorrow and do it all over again. My last words, I think I'm going to relax, watch more anime, and have some ice cream. Mmm, ice cream. Well, that is it. End of list. We'll be back next week with a brand new episode. Mako-chan will be back, and we're going to have a grand old time. So I think we're good on that. So I'm Ranma. I'm Ari. And I'm Ichigagami. Great fight, great night. See you next week. Good night, everybody. Yamatane. Say good night, Ichigo. Good night, Ichigo. Perfect. Awesome. We're out of here. See you next week. of Anime Jam Session and AJS Productions. No fanboys and fangirls were hurt, maimed, shot, electrocuted, or pistol whipped in this episode. For now. The views, opinions, and thoughts expressioned on the show do not reflect the staff or the network as a whole. But we're still right, damn it! For transcripts of this episode, start typing. Check us out at AnimeJamSession.com and VogNetwork.com for more information about us and other programming. Jamatane!